Welcome to the next episode of the Of Sound Body and Mind podcast with the Bowen Center and Mental Health America of Northeast Indiana. I'm Brooklyn Beatty, heard weekday mornings on 97.3 WMEE, and with me today is special guest Dr. Liebetrau, Vice President of Clinical Services at the Bowen Center. Before we dive into today's topic, just want to remind you that if you have any questions about the topic today or you want to learn more, you can always text the word Bowen, that's B-O-W-E-N, to 46862. You can also visit the Mental Health and Wellness Hub under on demand on WMEE.com. Well, it's episode 17, which is all about mental health screening. And if someone thinks that they or someone that they love might have a mental illness, what can they do to find that out? Go to Dr. Google. Uh, I, I say this jokingly, but honestly, there are some really helpful screeners that are available online to to anyone. And these are screeners that are very robust, and uh, they are actually screeners that your medical professionals use. They are um, developed to be very effective in catching those symptoms and being able to kind of say at what level of severity you are with your symptoms and then suggest uh, help uh, according to your level of severity. Let's talk about these health screenings. What kind of questions are they asking? Yeah, so there are some, um, I can maybe speak about two, some very popular ones. Okay. Um, The one is called the Patient Health Questionnaire. Uh, For short, it goes by PHQ-9, because there's nine questions, so that's easy to remember. So that specifically uh, is uh, asking questions related to depression. And so the way it was designed, it really looked at the uh, DSM-5. That's the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. That's the big fat book that mental health providers use to diagnose mental health conditions. Okay. So it really looked in the DSM-5 for um, symptoms that are typically consistent with diagnoses related to depression and it really combined that list and they tested it over and over with a wide variety of populations to make sure that this questionnaire is really suitable for all populations. So it asks things like um, have you lost interest or pleasure around things that you used to enjoy doing or um, do you are you um, struggling with appetite or um, or overeating are you struggling with Uh, with uh, sleep. So things that are typically, again, consistent with depression. So then at the end of um, of doing that, and there are various um, versions online. So you can either like print out a PDF if you're old school and you're like holding paper and and usually they will have like a scoring sheet there for you to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Or you can do it online and it will just pop out the score for you. Oh, so wow. I'll say, you know, you're either at a minimal level, a mild level, a moderate level, a moderate severe level, or a severe level um, of depression. And so similarly, there's another screener called the GAD-7. You can guess because there's seven questions, and that is um, stands for Generalized Anxiety Disorder, um, and that specifically has questions around anxiety. I mentioned those two screeners the PHQ-9 and the GAD-7 because when it comes to mental health disorders, there, there, there are many, 
But those are the two big kind of areas, either um, symptoms of depression or symptoms of anxiety. So that's a really great kind of starting off point mm-hmm. if somebody has symptoms, uh, mental health symptoms. But I would also say just kind of like a general rule of thumb for knowing Mm, I should start investigating a little bit or maybe I should start seeking help is that your level of functioning has changed. So that could be like, I'm just not, you know, doing as well in school as I used to, or I'm just not able to fulfill my job duties or my relationships are just falling apart. So anything to do with your functioning as a human being that you've noticed pretty consistently is not where it used to be. That should be an indication for you that you should start looking or asking for help. Now, is there a difference between a mental health screening and a mental health assessment? Yes, yes, there is. So it may sound like the same thing to the general public, but we always start with a screener. So like that PHQ-9 or the GAD-7 that I mentioned, um, those are just like a first uh, first line of defense. They're just giving some very basic, yes, I've experienced these um, symptoms and, uh, and, and how often. But then when you actually go into a facility, when you're seeking assistance, we do a very thorough assessment. We don't want to make any assumptions and we want to make sure that we design treatment for you and that we get help for you based on your circumstances. We don't want to do any cookie cutter treatment. So we want to make sure that we find out the nuances. What how does your anxiety present or how does your depression present and then we design a treatment plan for you based on that so assessment is much more thorough you Mm -hmm. can expect to spend much more time typically it it can vary but typically that takes about an hour because we're being very very thorough and detailed now you mentioned you know that you can Google these things and yes. look up these screenings online. But do screenings happen regularly in our lives and we're just not aware that they're happening? Like when you're attending school or you get a new job or maybe you go to the doctor for a routine checkup? I would say when you go to the doctor for a routine checkup, that has definitely become a lot more commonplace because it, we have we finally learned, and I'm so happy about this, because we used to sort of artificially separate out physical health and mental health, Mm -hmm. which is silly to me. It's all part of the same human being, right? So it makes sense that if your physical health is not doing well, it's going to affect your mental health and vice versa. If your mental health is not doing well, it's going to affect your physical health. In fact, we actually know that people with chronic um, mental health conditions tend to then have chronic physical health conditions and again vice versa if you have chronic physical health conditions that can lead to chronic mental health conditions so um, everything is intertwined so these days it's pretty common that when you go to your doctor's office they will do mental health screeners with you Um, and that's not to trick you um, or trip you up it's really just because we understand it's part of your overall health and wellness and so if they notice um, a significant level of anxiety or depression they'll mention it to you and then they'll give you a choice for a referral to a provider that can help you further with that or they might just give you some in-house um, resources and support um, something that I'm so excited about that we're doing as a field now and that we're specifically doing at the Bowen Center is integrated care and that means you're getting you're getting to see a mental health provider like 
in your health clinic. Like you go, you go see your doctor. Maybe they notice you've been experiencing a ton of stress lately. They'll just offer, hey, do you want to speak with a behavioral health consultant? They can just like come in the room and help. And then somebody can come in, ask you about your stress, give you maybe a little breathing exercise. Super simple, super straightforward. You don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I have to go to a mental health place. <laughs> it's just, I'm just going to my doctor. Yeah, it's all part of one thing. And I'm just getting help and I walk out and I feel better and my quality of life is improved. So so that is starting to become the norm. It's still not really the norm everywhere, mm-hmm. but integrated health is just so cool. Now, not everyone feels like they necessarily might have mental health issues like anxiety and depression and things, but is a mental health screening something that everyone should have regularly, like a physical, or is it kind of depending on the person? I would absolutely say you should. Mm -hmm. Again, it's one of those preventative things. As you get older, your doctor starts suggesting screenings, right? But I would I would say with all the stress and pressures we have in our lives these days, and actually as as you look at, you know, the suicide rates uh, across the country, and it's really all ages are impacted by that. You don't want to say, oh, it's fine. I should be okay. You really want to get a screening at least once a year, just like a typical health screening, right? Yeah. A wellness screening. If you're going to go in to get your body checked, you should go get your mind checked at the same time. Like you said, it's all related. Yeah, totally makes sense. Well, I remember being in elementary school and we would have physical exams and Mm -hmm. we would check our eyesight and check our hearing. Are screenings for mental health done at schools for children? Gosh, that is actually a very controversial thing right now. I understand parents want um, want to be informed about things and want to make decisions for their children. But the way things stand right now is that schools cannot do those screeners um, without a parent's consent. Um, And so I think sometimes parents are sort of a little bit nervous. They're like, ooh, I don't want to introduce an idea to my child if something doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. But I definitely am here to give people that peace of mind uh, to let you know that you're not going to just by asking a question all of a sudden create symptoms. Just by asking the question, you're opening the door for the child or the adolescent to tell you the honest truth, which then gives you the power to be able to help your child and give your child resources, which is what I would imagine any parent would want for their child. Absolutely. Now, say someone does do a mental health screening and they get their results back and the screening does find something. What are the next steps that that person should be taking? Yeah, so at that point, they really um, should talk to their provider about what the options are um, or ask their provider for a referral. Typically, the providers are very comfortable giving referrals. Uh, for mental health conditions, there are options for uh Therapy, so mental health therapy um, and or uh, medication management. A general rule of thumb is that um, really mild to moderate symptoms, uh, the best fit for that is therapeutic intervention. Moderate to severe symptoms, um, we're really looking at a combination of both therapeutic intervention and medication management. Sometimes people sort of feel like, oh, this is this is too much of a hassle to go to therapy. It's taking too much time. I don't really want to do it. And then they go the route of medication only. 
That is certainly your choice as an individual. What we know, though, gold standard for treatment is best results come um, when you're at that moderate to high level of symptoms with a combination of both therapy and medication management. Because if you think about it, um, therapy teaches you skills. Mm -hmm. It teaches you methods to manage your symptoms. Whereas medication takes away those symptoms as long as you're taking the medication. But the minute you stop taking the medication, those symptoms will return. So it's really a great combination for that higher level um, of severity to say, I'm going to take medication so it helps me manage the symptoms that I have right now. But then alongside of that, I'm also going to learn strategies to manage these long term. Now, if you have someone in your life that you love and care about that you think could potentially use a mental health screening, are there any gentle ways that you can approach them to talk about this? Yeah, you know what? I think honesty is always um, good. Obviously not sort of like beating the person over the head with it and being harsh, but just saying, I've noticed that you're not yourself. Is something going on? Have you been feeling different? So just kind of opening the door to that conversation. When we ask the question, we're signaling to the other person that we are um, here to to uh, receive those answers and to, to hear the difficult things and to have the difficult conversations. You could also just turn it into something that you do together. You can say, hey, how about we do this screener together and see what our results are? There you, you know, go. People do stuff like that yeah. sometimes. It might feel a little bit awkward, but it, by doing it with them, it signals to them that, hey, if my results come out that there's something going on, I'm also going to take care of myself. So it's not it's not sort of like, oh, you should do it, but I don't want to do it. We're in this together. I love that. Well, I think we mentioned this a little bit toward the beginning of the episode, but I want to cover it one more time. If there's someone listening right now that does want to get a mental health screening, what should they do? Well, you obviously have the choice of going online by yourself and looking for one of those very general ones, PHQ-9 or a GAD-7. That's a great starting point. But if you feel like you really just need somebody's support, somebody to walk you through the process, you can either just start by going to your primary care provider. They can definitely help and support you. Or you can go directly to a source. Go to a mental health facility um, or one of those integrated care facilities where everything's covered under one roof and just say hey I've been struggling with some symptoms and they will take you through the process they will hold your hand they will um, really do a thorough assessment if that's what's needed and then at the same time they will give you recommendations of what they think will be helpful for you but it's very much a collaborative process you're driving the process you're making the decisions they're just there to give you the expertise and support as you're choosing what's best for your life. Well, once again, we're speaking with Dr. Lee Betrow. She's Vice President of Clinical Services at the Bowen Center. And this episode's been all about mental health screening. Is there anything else that you want to mention about mental health before we wrap up today's episode? 
gosh, I think we've said it, but I'll say it again. Mental health is part of physical health. It's all connected. I think sometimes people think, oh, I should be stronger. I should be able to do just deal with this on my own but your body and your mind is all connected and if you're willing to go to a doctor to get help and support for your body you should do the same for your mind uh it's it's really okay and there's nothing wrong with asking for help we all need help sometimes and once again if you have any questions about today's topic or you want to learn more you can text the word bowen b-o-w-e-n to 46862 You can also visit the Mental Health and Wellness Hub under On Demand on WMEE.com.